Greetings. I'm Stephanie Elizabeth Briggs, the creator of Heart Blossom, where I offer soul guidance to a global community of highly sensitive healers, artists, and visionaries. This is your moon message for the full moon in Scorpio. That is exact on April 26th, 2021 at 1131 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. This full moon, we have the sun at seven degrees of Taurus, opposite the moon at seven degrees of Scorpio. Joining with the sun in Taurus, we have a number of other planets, including Uranus at 10 degrees, Venus at 15 degrees, and Mercury at 16 degrees. Meanwhile, we have Saturn at 12 degrees of Aquarius in a square to Uranus, Venus, and Mercury. So with all of this, the energy of the moment may be feeling a lot like conflict and tension between our vision, our values, what we want life to be like, and the actual embodied experience of this moment. With Uranus in the mix here, we have a bit of an unpredictable energy the stroke of genius, a current of inspiration, and it may also be an explosion, a jolt, a short circuit or system overload. In the sign of Taurus, where Uranus is currently, it makes me think of the energy of a lightning bolt, earthquakes, muscle spasms, crumbling foundations, weeding, the ripping of roots from toxic soil, as well as the erratic weather of these times of climate collapse. In some circumstances, Uranus is a dynamic force that can help us get unstuck and move toward inspired change. For others, it may be just more fodder for spinning our wheels and staying stuck in the rut of resistance and persistence. At this time, Saturn, while squaring uh, these planets in Taurus and widely squaring the full moon, it's not super close aspect, but it's still definitely in the mix. We also do have um, an indication of how this moment fits into our overall healing journey individually and collectively as Saturn is currently in a trine with the North Node at 11 degrees of Gemini. And we also have Chiron, the wounded healer, in a trine with the South Node at 11 degrees of Sagittarius with Chiron, of course, being in Aries. We're invited to really spend some time with our own shadow patterns, that which is held on the subtle level of reality oftentimes, the the energetic level that is the realm of Scorpio, but is actually expressed via the Earth element in Taurus through our bodies. So with the moon in Scorpio, we are invited to draw on the power of transformation that comes from the courage to be with and um, bring awareness to the reality, the unavoidable reality. It is one that includes a great deal of, of violence, pain, grief, and suffering in this world. A friend of mine for me at the moment is the ongoing campaign of terror that is perpetuated by systemic white supremacy. And this happens through the actions of individual people. So there's a system and then there are individuals who are agents of the system. 
here in the United States. Just recently, even as George Floyd's murderer was convicted, white supremacist police have continued to murder black and brown folks, including children and teens like Micaiah Bryant, Adam Toledo, and Dante Wright. This violence is rooted in the wounds of whiteness. And for me, as a white person, I know and have to remember that the same whiteness lives in my own body and nervous system. And more or less, for all the white people I know, it's an intergenerational and ancestral inheritance of which we've actually greatly benefited on a social economic level and continue to benefit from as much as we might say that we oppose it. So this wound of whiteness is not something that I consciously chose to take on, but I am responsible for what I do with it. There's a saying that hurt people hurt people. And while that may be explanatory, it is never an excuse or a justification for abuse. No matter how much I have been personally uh, traumatized, victimized, hurt, how much I've personally suffered, that never gives me justification to cause pain and harm to other people. No matter how spiritual I am, how much I heal and grow, how much I say the right words, I am personally not immune to causing harm. And none of us is. Anyone who tells you otherwise is lying. So at this time, as we are invited to regard true reality on any and all levels in our personal life and as citizens, I want to remind you to focus on your own behavior, your own integrity and your values and what changes you might like to make in your own behavior rather than focusing outside of you on what other people are doing. As this full moon unfolds, the very next day on the 27th, we have Pluto, the co-ruler of Scorpio, uh, about to go retrograde for the next six months or so Pluto goes retrograde every year for almost half the year, so it's a very normal transit. Though we also have Mars at two degrees of Cancer in a wide trine to the moon, so just very much reminding us and bringing up uh, especially emotional wounds for healing. So whatever the wounds may be, the way to transform them is to meet our pain with love. So we transform places of abandonment through loving presence. We can transform uh, defensive strategies um, that where we're trying to protect against harm or intrusion. We transform those through meeting them with patience and consent. So I'm talking about cultivating good inner parenting, taking care of ourselves, not just on a physical level, um, but on an, an emotional level, on a mental, intellectual level. It's not just a concept, but this is an actual energetic uh, state of being that we're cultivating. As we work with our personal shadow material, the parts of us that we have disowned, our pain, our wounds, as we work to integrate those, to reintegrate to hug them in and, and allow them to exist as part of us, we open up to greater aliveness. 
And it happens, again, on an energetic level as we release defensive holding patterns, literally holding in our muscles. We actually free up that energy and then we can consciously choose how we want to apply it. So with Scorpio, we're always working on the subtle energetic level. And especially when we're working with any um, inner child parts, especially if there's trauma involved, know that those parts of you can sense your authenticity or your lack thereof in your healing process. The parts of you that were smart enough to figure out how to survive trauma that you faced are pretty savvy and you can't fool them (laughs) into coming back and trusting you. Trust is something you have to build over time. So at this time when there's so much intensity happening in the collective and for many of us personally, I invite you to just notice when you are getting activated, when you are getting uh, polarized in your nervous system or habits or patterns. The first step in this is perhaps just pausing and noticing where you're at. Are you overactivated? Are you um, doing a lot of activity? Are you struggling to relax and slow down? Or are you really more shut down? Are you avoiding? Are you just spacing out? Whatever, wherever you're at is okay. See if you can apply the opposite energy to create a shift that can help you dislodge any stuckness that you might be in. So for example, um, I've personally been dealing with a lot of depression lately, which is a normal response to so many of the circumstances that are happening, including just um, over a year of pandemic social distancing. It has a real impact, even though it's necessary. So I've been feeling more shut down and I noticed that I can just waste a lot of time getting really stuck in that state, which doesn't actually feel good to me. So it doesn't work for me to meet that shutdown with pressure or criticism. Instead, I try to approach it with an invitation to do something that would actually be fun, like going outside for a walk or putting on some fun music and dancing around my room. Just something to get my energy moving, to get out of that stuckness. It's always like a process of experimentation and figuring out um, what practices and what strategies work for us individually. And just, of course, also practicing patience and gentleness with your process. And just knowing that our bodies bear the scars and carry the score of our experiences, especially those that um, have been painful and, and traumatic. Sometimes this is something that um, we can feel bad about or, you know, it's certainly okay to have grief around scars, but also to know that most living things have scars. I know many of you who are receiving this message are very connected with trees in particular. And I remind you that trees also bear scars. Trees also have been through storms that have... uh, have created lasting damage on their bodies. I've seen trees that have been bent almost 90 degrees to the side, I assume from high winds at a time when they were um, 
early in their growth and thus very flexible, just like our child selves. So I've seen a tree that is bent to the side and yet it's still alive in community with the other trees around. It still touched me with its beauty and its presence as I stood with it. So in these times when death may seem ever apparent in a literal or a metaphorical sense, things ending in our lives, having realizations of things that need to change within us or things that need to change in our circumstances. Yes, have all the feelings that you have about that and also know that change is inevitable. Change is the signature of life. Many of you may be familiar with the words of Emily Dickinson who said that to live is so startling it leaves but little room for other occupations. What would it be like for you to stay with the startling aliveness? What is it that you live for? What do you live for in the most joyous moments of your life? What do you live for in the painful moments? What is it that keeps you going? Before I say goodbye for today, I just want to share a few updates about what's going on in the world of Heart Blossom. I am still in the process of refreshing my website to just bring a new look and new clarity to um, what I'm sharing with you. I am also in the process of recording some interviews for the Soul to Life podcast that will be the next iteration of these moon messages. And I'm excited to announce that Soul to Life podcast will be officially launching at the new moon in Taurus on May 11th. I want to thank you for being with me here today. And if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would be super helpful. Until next time, wishing you all the best on your journey.